and the way it was running just did not look like any human. Immediately, felt like someone was watching. Something was watching. We seen some eyes, which were glowing a bright red. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to this Sasquatch show, brought to you by Nicola Valley Bigfoot. Sit back and enjoy. Uh, it was during the salmon run of 2019. I was out visiting some family, and I have some friends out there as well. And uh, my friend and I one day decided instead of fishing the lake, that we go out and try some of the fantastic streams and rivers that are in the area. And uh, we drove along the highway, and when we felt lucky enough, we pulled over got out of the truck, put on all our hip waders and got our gear and headed into the forest, which was something I wasn't too keen on as soon as we did it because I was scared of ripping my hip waders, but uh, we managed to get pretty deep into the woods and came across what appeared to be a fairly wide game trail that was headed towards the river. So we turned towards the river and um, as we're following the trail, I started noticing tree snaps at about eight to 10 feet high. And then there were structures, uh, mostly of a teepee type. Um, some trees that had been ripped completely out of the ground that were fantastic, like new trees. There's no reason for them to have been ripped out of, like to have fallen out of the ground. Um, there were structures big and small all over. So I said to my buddy, you know, I'm looking for bear scat, but I don't see any. But from what I've seen on the internet, I think we're in Sasquatch country. And him being a local, he had a good laugh at my expense and said, well, if we are, let's hope it's in a good mood. And uh, we chuckled and we made our way to the river. Uh, unfortunately, the fishing wasn't the greatest that day. Spent about two hours fly fishing the Adams River. And at that at one point I heard my buddy's voice just over the the noise of the river. And I looked up thinking that he might have caught a trout or something, but he just looked looked at me and threw a head nod at me to the opposite shoreline riverbank across from me, which would have been about forty feet. So I'm starting to think that maybe there's a bear standing across there. I'm starting to get a little afraid. But when I look over, there was no bear. There was this enormous monster. I mean, this thing was huge. This Sasquatch had to have been eight feet tall, seven, eight feet tall easily. And it had to have weighed at least six to 700 pounds based on the muscle mass of this thing. Um, and it just stood there at this tree swaying and it, it, it looked right through me. It felt like I was almost frozen, not quite with fear, but just with awe. And as it stood there and rocked back and forth, I started thinking what my options were which were to turn and try to run but being in the middle of a river 
I'm not going to make it very far, very fast. And I didn't want to break eye contact with it. And then at one point, it just dawned on me that really, if it wanted me dead by that point, I would have been. So I uh, thought, well, here's an excellent opportunity to get a picture very up close to Sasquatch. And I could prove to a lot of people that they exist. But unfortunately, when I rip, when I reached into my hip waiter pocket, I found I realized that I had left my camera in my backpack on the uh, opposite riverbank. So I stood there in a death stare with Sasquatch, not knowing what to do. And he just continued to sway back and forth. He didn't move a muscle. He didn't do anything. I mean, he was just glorious. The muscle and the definition of this creature was amazing. He had a six pack. His arms had to have been 30 inches wide and it had to have been four and a half to five feet across the shoulders. There was no neck and he had a cone shaped head and he had the face. You almost have to take a human and, a, and an ape and mix the face. Like it was a 50, 50 cross almost. It was not bizarre, but hard to describe the nostrils were large, the nose was stout, the eyes were very dark, and he had a very prominent forehead. And as he's continuing to sway back and forth, something off to the right caught my attention. So I quickly looked to see what it was, and there stood a smaller Sasquatch of a lighter color a little further back into the woods, but as soon as I broke eye contact, the scariest sound that I've ever heard came out of this Sasquatch standing by the tree, and I realized that I'd upset it. And if I didn't get eye contact with him quickly, that I could very well be in trouble. And uh, so I regained eye contact with him, and I decided that if you know, I better think of some kind of defensive move because he could very easily be coming after me after the sound that he made. And right at that moment, he took a step down off of about a five-foot river. There was a river embankment, like an embankment from the tree, the forest line, forest floor to the river, to the river bank. And he just he just stepped down with ease. And I thought at that point, you know what? If he comes into the river, I'm I'm diving in, and hopefully the river takes me away. But all he did was he dropped down to one to one knee, and it was at this point that I saw it was a male. And uh, with his two hands, and his hands were huge, so you couldn't even guess the size of his hands. He scooped up some of the river and took a very large slurp of water. And he was eyeballing me the whole time. And when he went to go take a second drink, back in the forest came this loud shriek. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw another Sasquatch, a third one, come crashing through the woods towards where the smaller, the smaller Sasquatch a little further back in the forest was. And at that moment, he just simply stood up Stepped back up onto the, stepped back up the embankment, walked into the forest, joined the young one, waited for the female to, to catch up. And 
and the three of them turned and walked into the forest. And as they're walking away, he he kept eye contact with on me the whole time. It was like when you you know the the video where Patty turns and looks at the the two gentlemen filming her, but he just held that pose. He didn't turn away. He just constantly looked at me, and he they just walked into the forest. And as soon as he turned his head to go deeper into the forest, I hightailed her out of the river as fast as I could. Yeah, I don't I blame know, you. I didn't know if they were coming back or not because um, it was it, it was the most incredible experience I ever had. It was the scariest. It was the most surreal. It was poetic. I mean, it was everything. And time just stood still. I couldn't tell you if it was for 10 seconds or five minutes. It just... it was. Oh, to be in the presence of such an enormous creature and to be so close, it was amazing. Because I've always believed, I've always thought, you know, they have to exist. Too many people say they've seen them for them not to have existed. And then to just one day, I'm just out fly fishing with my buddy and there they are. What did your friend, what was your friend your friend's reaction while this was happening? Like, did, could you even think about that? No, I didn't even think of my friend whatsoever. I was, I was in my own world. Um, when I got out of the river and caught up to him, I asked my friend, I said, did you see what just happened to me? And he goes, no, there was no way I was taking my eyes off that female that was standing on the shoreline right in front of me. I thought she was going to come and kill, kill me. Oh, he, he had his was, own? She was, he had his own. She was standing up there. I dealing with him she was throwing her arms up in the air she was quite upset apparently from what he told me and uh it wasn't until she turned and ran away that he got out of the river himself so it sounds like you had an an encounter with a family unit Would, would that be fair to say i would think so yeah because the the one that was standing back in the forest a was a, a different color. It was a lighter colored Sasquatch. It was nowhere near as big. And it didn't look anywhere near as ferocious. Could you describe the, the little one? Like, could you like give it a, like, what color was his hair? Was it, was it completely covered in hair for that matter? Was it muscular? Was it... Yeah, it was, well, it was muscular compared to me, but the hair was longer. And it was almost like a, a dirty blonde. It was, uh, and it was hard to make out much. Like it almost looked like a toy compared to the one that was standing by the tree. Like it almost looked cuddly. It didn't look like there was no, I wasn't scared looking at the little one. If I walked into the little one in the woods, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have much fear about, the one standing by the tree scared the bejesus out of me the second I saw him. Yeah, I don't blame you. That that would be quite terrifying. Um, you mentioned that you, you always believed in Sasquatch before this incident, correct? Yes. Yeah, so I'd had some I'd had some smaller encounters like uh, I had heard some screams in the woods in BC while I was visiting um, fishing on the lake and you hear some large, some loud howl 
have come down the valley across the lake and you know you know it's too loud for the human being so it, it kind of limits it to what it is bears don't roar right not like that um, anyway yeah not like that no i mean this is the kind of the kind of a scream that makes the, the hair on the back of your neck stand up and uh about a week and a half before i visit i visually saw one because I, I'm, in, I'm so interested in Sasquatch, and I've been on a lot of websites and whatnot. I thought, you know what? I'm in the heart of BC. I'm going to go in the backyard and try a tree knock. So I did. I took a one by four, and I went out to to my dad's birch tree, and I smacked the birch tree, and I waited, and I waited, and about a minute later, sir, sure enough, there's this large thwap. And it was, it was loud and it was close, but it was so close. I just dismissed it as it was one of the neighbors having fun with me. But now that I look back, you know what? I'm not so sure. I think maybe that whole area might have a few of them running around. Well, more than likely. Yeah. That, that, that's for the listeners. The area that he's speaking of it, it is completely dense with forest. It, it, it is almost jungle, like, so to speak. It, it's just, it's very, it'd be very hard for a person to navigate through those, through those trees. Yes, it was. It so, certainly was. You, you mentioned earlier that it was swaying. Do you, do you know, do you understand? Like, was there any reason why? I've thought about it a lot. And I don't know if it was to calm itself down or to calm me down. I thought I got the impression when it was doing it that it was calming me down. Like I'm, I'm not a believer that there are these ferocious, man-eating creatures. And maybe some of them are somewhere, but not the one that I lo- I saw. And then you also mentioned that you, you wanted to take some kind of defensive action, um, and I don't mean to poke fun at it, but like, did you mean like? You know, you'd rather, rather than have this creature rip you apart, you were willing to, you know, drown yourself or, or just get... Yeah, yeah, I'd rather drown than get ripped apart by Sasquatch, yes. <laughs> Okay, yes. Just, I'm just Most clarifying. Yeah. Can, you, can you imagine how hard something with that that's that muscular would hit you? I can't even begin I, to, I, to think about God. it. My God, he could, he could, I mean, clearly he's the one that's been, he would been ripping up the trees. I mean, when I say the trees are ripped out, the root systems of these trees were ripped out, not just the tree, but the whole roots of the brand, like a fresh, healthy tree, maybe no more than 50, 60 years old, 100 feet tall, ripped fresh out of the ground. Dirt still on the roots. I mean, who does, what does that? Well, Sasquatch do, apparently. (laughs) So you well, mentioned also real, really quick, uh, if we can just take a step back though, you mentioned that its forehead was, was very predominant. Like, do you mean like, a, like it had a caveman, like a Neanderthal type forehead, like where the eyebrows are kind of protruding? Almost, almost. Yeah, it was, it was protruding. I don't know if it was protruding so much as, or if his eyes were set back. But because of the combination of the two, it looked like his forehead was sticking out. Oh, I see. Okay, I got you. Right. And with the arms reaching down to their knees, 
Well, the reason this guy's arms were stretched on his knees is his forearm bone was incredibly long. Like his forearm had the bone in his forearm had to have been three feet long. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and was it similar for, for the other two that were standing there? Did you notice? I didn't check the, the little one. Yes. Looked like, yes. But the, the, the mother that came crashing through the woods, I didn't catch much, much of her, except I saw a black blur rushing through the woods towards the younger one. And that caused the big one in front of me. It was the guy that was in front of me. He held my attention. I was more concerned about that than anything else that was going on around me, especially after I got that growl from him when I broke eye contact. That I still can hear that sound in my ears. Yeah, it, it changes I, you forever, right? Yeah, It does. It certainly does. And to, I questioned for so long... Why me? You know, like, why, why was I so lucky to get to see Sasquatch? Yeah, you what? know what? I, I've been doing this podcast for a few months now, and one of the big questions that I'm finding my asking myself is, you know, are, are are my listeners are they they're either very lucky or very unlucky, depending on on which which view you have on the subject, right? Like, some yeah. people, like with my own encounter uh, at the time. Was, I was very unlucky. I was scared to death. Like, I had never been so terrified in my life. Uh, looking back on it now, uh, I, it, I think I was quite lucky to actually have an encounter with one. Not everybody does, but um, it definitely does change you. It changes you forever. Yeah, It does. I was too stunned to be scared. Until it growled, I was more just in awe of, of its... I mean, they're beautiful. They're, they're a different kind of beautiful. But to see that raw power and just to know how unique they are and to be in their presence, it's just, I don't know. For me, it was something that was so incredible. It was almost poetic. But again, as soon as he growled, that changed everything. That was, that was that, that, Changed it to okay. I'm not very happy about this situation anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't want to be here. I shouldn't have come fishing today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you you mentioned that you you knew it was a male. Like I'm, I'm going to assume um, you, you saw his genitals. Yes. As soon as he stepped down the riverbank, his genitals hang. They hung down quite and large. I, and I don't mean this in a perverted way. So don't take it the wrong way. But. Were they were they large genitals or were they really small? Like because gorillas, for very instance, large. have very very small, very large, very large. Yeah. I would say probably eight to ten inches. Yeah, well, he's a lucky guy then. <laughs> yes, very lucky guy. Well, <laughs> she's the lucky one. <laughs> <laughs> and this, but uh, they and... were clearly they were clearly a family because. The way the three of them came together and walked off into the woods, they belonged. They belonged with each other. And that's just kind of like the vibe that you got from, and just like you know, you know what a family looks like, and that's what a family. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. They just, just the way they they came together, and they seemed to come as three into one, and the one walked off. And and in terms of the female, like she had breasts. I didn't see. According to my friend, yes. Okay, okay. 
Well, it, Tony, bring up your friend then. Like in the Facebook post that you wrote in one of the Bigfoot groups, um, you, you said that your friend didn't want to speak about it ever again. But has... no, when we got when we got to the truck, I mean, when we walked from the river back to the truck, we talked about it. I mean, we just saw Sasquatch, right? Like, and what was his reaction? Down. Is it similar, very, similar to yours? He was more scared. He was more afraid of, like, he was, you know, we're really, really lucky to be alive. I thought she was going to kill us. And I'm like, oh, I I didn't get that impression at all. I guess I was the lucky one. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm quite surprised how calm you, you, you managed to maintain because it's not too often that you hear stories of people maintaining their cool, so to speak, when, when they're confronted by, you know, well, I've had some very, I've had some very spiritual experiences in my life. I've had quite a few near death experiences. And, uh, at one point quickly, it flashed my mind, death by Sasquatch might not be so bad, but when he growled, that changed everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that growl was the scary. Like there, anything in the movies, nothing compares to it. It was the scariest sound that you could ever imagine. No, I, I completely believe you. I, I know that feeling. Yeah. Um, so, have you been ever? Have you been back to that area? Uh, unfortunately, no, not yet. But I sure hope to get there next spring. Yeah, once I, uh, you know, COVID calms down and, you know, there's... Yeah, with COVID and everything, I want to... Uh, and if I don't get out there next spring, I'm, I am going back. If nothing else, I want to get... Well, hopefully the structures are still there. I've read that sometimes the structures get taken down and whatnot, but there are a lot of them there, and hopefully they're still there, and hopefully the Sasquatch is still there. And I'm oh, not you... saying I want to run into them again, but I certainly <laughs> want to... That was actually my next question. Yeah, would you would you want to see them again? And the answer is no, right? <laughs> I could go without ever seeing them again, but you know what? I'm I've got some friends that I've met through the groups, and we are going to do some research. We're going to go to the Nordeg area here in Alberta, which is quite well supposed to be quite populated. Um, I've actually heard that too. Yeah, yeah. Jasper and Bamf are supposed to be uh, populated with Sasquatch. So I'm going to go look around. I'm curious. I'm very, in- now that I've seen them, I'm very interested. I don't want to push my luck, but I, if the first one didn't hurt me, why would the next one? Yeah, that's kind of the vibe that you've got from them. Eh? They're, they're, it seemed to me like they were, uh, from just from your story there, that they were kind of a, a loving family unit uh, you know the mother yeah. seemed a little defensive of her baby being you know so close to you know people so i think that's probably from what it sounds like that's 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 the impression i've certainly had yes yeah, yeah. it's changed you though a little bit hasn't it absolutely yeah it's hard absolutely. it's hard to ever forget forget that face right yeah i see it whenever i close my eyes and i want to <laughs> yeah you know what I, uh... I i completely understand Believe me, I understand. Yeah, it's um, it was more of a spiritual experience for me than anything. But it's it's made me 
think about of all the encounters I've read, because now I'm infatuated with them, right? Like I read everything I can on Sasquatch. <laughs> I've joined every group I can. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I read everything I can find out about them. Yeah, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because I, yeah, <laughs> I'm in the same boat. It, the, the same right? thing happened to me. Yeah, I, I went after my experience. I, 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 it's it lit a fire inside me that I just can't explain to someone who has. You, you can't put it out. Yeah, right. They're, yeah, they're it. It's just. It's, it's like an addiction now. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, well, I forget what I was going to say there. Rats. Uh, well, it'll come back to me. What was your, can I ask about your encounter? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, well, which one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you my, my, my sighting. Um, we, we actually just, uh, we were sitting, we were actually out looking. Uh we had gone, we kind of started our own little quote unquote research group and we had gone out to a few areas and around here where I live, uh, that were known to have sightings. And so we were actually out, um, just sitting in a truck at night, just waiting seeing what we heard, what we could see. And we didn't think we were getting anything. And then all of a sudden we just, we were, we, we take regular patrols, meaning we would just shine a flashlight into the tree lines and see if there was anything there. And then <laughs> lo and behold, <laughs> It was there. <laughs> it, it was actually pe- hey. peeking out from behind a tree. Yeah, it had its hand wrapped around the tree, and it was peeking out. And he, his eyes were glowing like a, like almost not like a, like a yield light. You know, the yellow light. Yeah, kind of yeah. like that, but a little darker. But uh, yeah, so you it, know how big their hands are. Then. Oh yeah, it, it, it's hard to describe. Like it doesn't seem, even now, even after I saw it, it doesn't seem real. That something could be that like something humanoid could be that big exactly yeah, yeah. so it, it ever since then it, it's been okay i gotta i gotta find out more i need to find out more i need to find out more and yeah it's it, it's just the fire i don't think i'm gonna put it, be able to put it out and with with covid um we haven't been able to go out that much so hence i i started the podcast it just kind of oh, that it's, makes sense yeah it's just kind of feeding that the feet or putting fuel on that fire for me until you know, I can get back out in the bush again and start exploring. Yeah. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say earlier. I I think that because I, th- I think they're very smart, for one thing. That they're aware more than we could ever possibly be aware of because of how they live. And uh, when I've read encounters of people getting hurt or having stones thrown at them, or whatnot. Haven't you noticed that it's usually hunters or people with guns that are like I I don't I don't I, I, think, I don't think I think I they know what guns they, are. I, I'm pretty sure they know yeah, what guns are. Yeah. It's I think if you're on I don't think if you're armed, you, I think they're aware that you don't possess a threat to them. So they approach us differently. I think having uh, a gun available or on you makes them yeah. treat, treat, yeah, treat a little, you differently. Yeah, they, but it, put, it puts them on edge, yeah. Yeah. So they get a little defensive, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility that could, could be, you know, factual. I mean, I didn't even have a knife. Well, I had a pocket knife, but I had a fly rod. What's that going to do? <laughs> no. It's going to entertain Stay them back. for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, whenever I go out, though, I, we always have some sort of, like, I have bear spray on me. I got a 
you know, a foot oh, and a yeah, half I mean, long. Oh, yeah, you should have something, absolutely. I I won't go into the woods ever again without bear spray or bear bangers. I'll have both, yeah, matter yeah. of fact. It's not just Sasquatch you've got to worry about when you're out in the woods. Either. No, exactly, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. I was more afraid of bears even going into it than I was of Sasquatch. So did I you know what, I'm, sorry, but did you know what the structures were as you were, as you were going out, heading down to the river? Like, did you recognize, or did, did it come after that? No, I, I recognized pictures from the internet of some of the structures. Um, they weren't all like teepees. Some, some were, I mean, some of the trees couldn't possibly have been where they were naturally. Like some of the trees weren't even touching the ground. They were balanced, mm. and the wind doesn't do that. So I was I was pretty sure when I told my friend that you know what I think we're in Sasquatch country. I'm I was pretty sure we were. Especially, <laughs> Turns especially out you being were in BC, on. right? Yeah, exactly. I didn't think that they were gonna come join us for our fishing trip, but <laughs> <laughs> I I knew. Because and and some of the structures, although they were some some were big, some were cute. They were small, like like a baby Sasquatch had done them, like three feet off the ground. Oh wow, wow! It was it was it was it was cute. Like it was awesome. I couldn't believe it. Well, if you head back out there and you get some pictures, you'll definitely have to send some my way. Just let me let me have a absolutely. Look and if you're ever back, absolutely. whenever you get back to BC, let me know. We could definitely have a. An expedition out there one time. That would be fantastic. I'd love to take you out there. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Yes, definitely. Well, Craig, yeah. I'm not going to take up any more of your time. I I, I really want to say thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I, like I said, when I after I read your post on Facebook, there, I just I knew I had to I had to get you on the podcast. It was my it thank was you my for having me. It was my mission to get you on here. So I thank you again. It's it's even now it it helps to talk about it. You know. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? And even though it wasn't that scary or anything, but you know what? It just there's other people out there that believe, and that helps. Yeah, and for the most part, the Facebook groups that I'm, I'm sure we belong to, you know, quite a few of the same ones. For the most part, everybody seems very friendly and, and open. You get the odd, you know, skeptic yeah. or, or hater. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but no, well. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Uh, Craig, thank you again for coming on. I appreciate it. I'm sure the listeners all appreciate the hearing this, and I'm definitely going to promote the heck out of this one because this was. Well, uh, I hope they enjoyed it. Yes, I. I, I, I sure did. <laughs> changed my, changed my life. Yes. Alrighty. Well, thank you again, Craig, and for the listeners, hang in there. We'll be right back. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, wasn't that fascinating? You know, I was really looking forward to talking to Craig on the show today. And you know what, Craig, you didn't disappoint, sir. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. I, I, I can't wait to. Uh, oh, you know what? Before we get it, we spoke a little bit after you know we finished recording and whatnot. And he had a couple more details that he didn't. He forgot to mention during the actual recording of the podcast. So we might have to bring you back, Craig, and uh, we'll get more to that story. And, and uh, hopefully uh, something we can work out. Um, but in between that, if you guys have had an encounter and you'd like to be on the show, I can be contacted at Nicola Valley Bigfoot at gmail.com. That's N I C O L A Nicola Valley Bigfoot at gmail.com. 
if you guys had a sh have a show suggestion or if you want to uh, share your story, especially if you want to share your story, get a hold of me. I'm really uh, I'm really digging this. Like I'm, this entire month for January is kind of booked up already, and I'm I'm overwhelmed by how uh, positive the uh, feedback is becoming. You know, of course, you know I'm still fairly new to the game and. I don't have, uh, you know, the biggest audience and all that, but I do have a, a pretty loyal fan base, starting with my sister, Tessa. You know what? She's a number one fan of this show. She never misses an episode. And uh, if you're listening, Tess, which I'm sure you are, thank you. <laughs> there. I gave you your plug. <laughs> oh, to the listeners, my sister wanted me to say her name on the podcast. So there you go. Tessa, 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 Tessa. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Until uh, next week, guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know what? Next week is another good one. Uh, I might break that one up into two parts, but uh, I'll figure that out as I edit this week. Uh, but tune in. Definitely tune in. That's a good one. Uh, so anyway, until next week, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. So see